0: Enjoy that 20% off at shop.nsls.org. And stay motivated, leaders. Stay motivated. On this week's episode of Motivational Minutes, criminal justice advocate Donna Hilton shares how we all can get more involved to support efforts for prison reform. In another interview, you mentioned. Well, there was a, st- a statistic already that said eighty-five percent of the women who are incarcerated, they were already subject to some sort of abuse in their lives. But in this interview, you said you suspect it could be higher than that. No, it's,
1: not, it's higher, yeah, and without a doubt. I can stand on that firmly. You know why I say that? Because even when dealing with the women that I know, some of them never told. Mm. Basically, a lot of people still don't know, and right, I know. right, some of us know, and so. We base it by that. I have women across the country just not hasn't told anyone that are in the system, right? And there are women that are not in this. And this is not synonymous to women that are incarcerated. This is synonymous to women, unfortunately, everywhere, right? And so we're talking about, we went from a a population of a little over 2,000 women back in 1973, 78, to close to 300,000 women, right? Vast majority Black Women, we're the fastest growing population, black and brown women. White women, too, have caught up a little bit, right, worries. But we have to look at the dynamics of that as well. And fast majority. I would educatingly say that I believe it to be like 93 to 95 percent.
0: Mm. Wow. And for our audience, mostly it's a... College age audience, however, it's non-traditional. So the age range of our listeners can be 18 years old up to, you know, 50 or 60 years old if someone's in college who's an older non-traditional student. And so I wonder what sort of call to action would you suggest for people who do care about this? Because you're going to get some who say, as you mentioned earlier, well, I don't care. They did the crime, but you know, all that you're going to get those people. So we can't change their minds, but for those who do care, how do you suggest they get involved? Do they write legislators? Do they write their local people and say, hey, you know, bring yeah. programs? How does that work?
1: So one of the things I like to like to educate people on, especially right now with, the, with this talk about the rollbacks with our reforms that we got passed, right? Bail reform, for one, discovery, raise the age. First of all, raise the age was an argument that turned into a bill, turned into law for not incarcerating a minor, right? And we can't continue to see prison being filled or jails and detention centers being filled with 16-year-olds, 17-year-olds, 15-year-olds. We have to do something, right? We can't continue to incarcerate children. It's like, that's okay. Like, no, it's not. yeah. And discovery, like, there are things that weren't produced when a person is going through the hearing processes and and things like that within the judicial system. That's wrong. If you have information, that's why people Mm -hmm. always, you know, you hear people say, well, I was innocent. But, you know, I know I was because, whatever, but they had you know, evidence and they never released it. Like mm-hmm. that's the story, right? It's yeah. like, oh, well, why can't in a timely fashion at that? So there's right. a lot of, there. and then bail reform. We hear this stuff about, oh, this person was on bail. This person was let out on bail, but this person, this is a, no, you know what? They're telling you, they're telling you the one to 2% of the people that were formerly incarcerated or had some, a system impacted in whatever their history is, as opposed to the 98% who never had any criminal justice involvement Mm -hmm. are not telling you that. And so they're highlighting, and I'm not saying it's right, but but they're spreading this fear and lies and and creating this picture, this narrative, that's only people that have been involved with the criminal legal system. And we're saying, no, that's not true. We have the stats and they're correct. That's why you Mm -hmm. keep having these counter arguments. You see it when a paper comes out with something, but then we fact check. It's like, Oh, we fact check. It's like, Oh. And so what, what we like to say to people I like to say to people, reach out to someone like me. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's how it first. First get to know me. First get yeah. to know us. See who we are. Recognize our humanity. See that we're just like you. Maybe some people just didn't get a chance. People talk about second chance, third chance, so well, some people didn't get one chance. Mm-hmm. And so maybe it's okay to reach out and see who you really see who your neighbor is. Really see who your neighbor is. So if you want to get involved, you want to understand more, reach out to those organizations. This is New York City or wherever you are, there. are A lot of reform and 501c3 nonprofits doing this work across the country, but especially here in New York, like reach out to us, you know, see who we are, find out why we're doing this work. You know, I didn't come out after 27 years being an adolescent going in system, coming out a middle aged woman to go in to do this work. I haven't had an opportunity to basically live, but it's so important to me because I see that we have brought ourselves into a very dark place. And I'm fighting for us to maintain that light that's within each of us and within this world because we have to, we have to. We, we are much better than this. And we can't continue, we should not continue to label people and look at people as monsters and by the worst thing they've ever done or been uh, accused of, right? Some people have not done it, been yeah. accused. We can't continue to do that. So I encourage people, that action call is before you even look at that stuff, get to know who we are.
0: Hmm. Well, I would just say that one of the most intriguing parts of your story for me is the redemption part, right? It is the idea that you are more than your your past. You are not just what your circumstances were. And that's a big one. One of the interviews I did recently with Stedman Graham, he had that statement where he said to me, you know, you are not the result of your circumstances or your past. You know, you are the result of the future you want to have. So I think for this being a leadership podcast it was really important because who knows young people out there who are listening they don't know what kind of situation they may find themselves in and it's a mistake they may make but it doesn't mean that that has to be your life
1: you don't have to be that mistake for the rest of your life you don't have to be you can learn from that mistake and you can move forward pay it forward you know share that mistake with some others and say maybe they can see themselves in it and you know that's what happened many years ago we had young people resonating you know we had part of a writing group with Eve Ensler and we had um, this documentary, what I want my words to do to you. That was out there. There were kids writing, especially to me, getting caught up in this people that were saying they were going to go here and do this or whatever, and found out it was something else. And they walked right into a situation. And so help prevent some from doing that. And, you know, it's about sharing. This is how, this is how we know the story of the world, right? It's why sharing, talking, talking into existence and just letting people know and to allow people to see that we're all in this together you know, we're all in this together. We're not going to survive if we don't recognize that. We're not mm-hmm. going to survive. If we continue to try to find, bound. you know, things that divide us as opposed to unite us. You know, we can't continue to do that. And so I encourage young people, old people, encourage those that also might think like, oh, well, yeah, you did grime, so you do the time. I encourage you to get to know, really find out, really hear the truth. Listen to the person, because oftentimes we're not allowed, our voices are not allowed, you know, to be, to be to be heard. You know, you're not allowed to hear our truth. You're you're told a narrative, something scripted, created, so it can do exactly what they want it to do. Continue to fill up the system, continue to disparage communities of color, continue to sexualize and criminalize young black girls, right? And and boys too, our children, all these things, and then understand why we keep saying that. There's gotta be a reason why we keep saying the same thing. <laughs> We've been saying the same thing for a while. It's gotta be some truth in there, you yeah. know. So, And I encourage people to find out the truth. And the truth is just to recognize the person that you might not have wanted to recognize before.
0: Subscribe today for more inspiration on the go.